What's going on, my friends? Welcome to 173 of the Get A Game Podcast. Here we bring you everything New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, national and international sports. Hosts by usually Agrisine, Georgetown, Americanium, Alex Rich, and our special guest, CJ Kukala. You can tune into the podcast on various platforms, including Bio2, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Music, Art Radio, and YouTube. All should follow social media at GayGamP. What's that? It's time to get your game on. What the fuck? What's the flying fuck? We got so many. What? So many show, so many platforms, bro. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're on. The, uh, that's that's why I always say including, but not limited to, because we're everywhere. Adam, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sorry about that. It, it was just too damn long. I was about yeah, to start falling that... asleep and all. Axe never falls asleep on us. Marcel's yeah, the same as a different story. <laughs> but anyway, guys, this will be around the show. We got a very, very special guest joining us. One of my favorite files, Nate Sarah does a lot of great work um on YouTube and Twitter at, at the four line. Really Big time Yankee fan, Yankee fan, big Yankee fan of all sports, all New York, New York, New Jersey sports. We're so happy to welcome to the show, CJ Pukala. CJ, welcome to the show. How you doing? Hey, how are you? Thank you guys for inviting me. Thank you for uh, watching my content and stuff. I really yes. appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, go on. Yeah, I, I was going to open with that because I checked out some of your stuff for the four line, all of your work with uh, the Bleacher Creatures. It's great stuff. So if you want to talk about that for a little bit, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. So initially, like, this started off about, like, three years ago. It was just podcast videos for a while. And then, you know, once COVID ended, we all, me and my friend Brandon, who I run this with, we had the stadium. We made a video, and that's our tickets just happened to be in the Bleachers that day. And we were like, oh, shit, like, this is a lot of fun. So later on in that later on in the baseball season i think it was maybe like june june-ish we went there again and we made another video and then we started to meet more people and as time went on that season 21 like you met i met a ton of different people and then 2022 23 same thing and then people love the videos and uh, it, it means the world honestly because we're just we're just out here having fun just recording videos and people oh, yeah. see, were you at the last game the last game uh, is the royals no, I wasn't. I was there on Saturday. I was working on Sunday. Well, you you work for the games or you? Uh... No, no, no. I work uh, outside of Yankee Stadium. Oh, cool. Yeah, but Mike yeah, was, was at the game on Sunday. Yeah, I was there Saturday. It was a good time, and then I'll be there uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, Subway Series, and then in Baltimore on Friday and Saturday, I'll be there as well. So Nice. You're there all the time, huh? I try my best. I try my best. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. So I mean, so let's let's dive into um. I mean, obviously the Yankees have they've had an what's the word I could say they've had an interesting season. Let's just let's just put it that way. I mean, it's not what I was expecting. I don't think it's what anyone was expecting, but I really think I really think you know uh a large portion of the season has really been a letdown like for us. Now they did win, they did sweep the Royals, which is. Which is good, but hey, it's the Royals. So I mean, that's a team that that's a team you should sweep. Like that's my big takeaway from that series. CJ was 
that's what this team should have done to like the Angels and the Rockies. Uh, Rockies. That's what I'm saying too, man. Like, yeah, I get, I get they lost. I mean, Coors Field, tough place to play, but again, you should be taking two out of three. You should be taking two out of three, maybe sweeping the Angels. Like, you just have to do that. And then the Royals, I mean, the worst team in baseball, along with Oakland, like, you got to sweep them. Like, like coming in, like, I, my mindset was if they don't sweep, they're finished. Like, if they, like, they are done. Like, and they, they were able to, they were able to get their head screwed on a little bit, get with, get some stuff going. And it was pretty good to see. I mean, Rizzo the other day on Sunday, four for four. I mean, maybe he's turning a corner finally. Stanton continues at the ball. Like, I saw some encouraging signs, but you could also say, yeah, it's the Royals. Like, that's what they should be doing. But, I mean, hey, the Mets aren't too high right now. Again, that's another series you have to I, – I say just sweep this series. Yeah, I get you yeah. going against Verlander, but you got to sweep them. And then Baltimore coming up, huge series. Like, you got to be – you got to have a ton of momentum and be on the right foot heading into that series because, believe it or not, they're still fighting for a division spot, the Yankees. Like, they're still fighting for a top-two spot, whether – yeah, it doesn't really look like it, but they could be – they could get right back in the race if they just – win a couple games against the Orioles and do what they're supposed to do against the Mets. Like, they will be right back in it. That's the most frustrating thing. It's not, it's not, like, I have so many complaints, you know, go, go like, like, spanning for a couple of years now about the Yankees, but, which, which I'll, I'll get into a bit later, but right now, specifically, it's like, they're losing these series consistently that they should, Easily, that easily sweep, or at the very least, take or three, or at bare minimum, take a game. Like, like that series against the Angels, they should, they, sh- they had no excuse not taking at least two. They had, same thing with the Rockies, and same thing with uh, same thing with the the same thing with the Cubs. Like these are these are teams that are. Let's face it, even without Aaron Judge, the Yankees are supposed to be better. Better than you know, there's some oh, even without Aaron Judge, which yes, the loss of Aaron Judge is huge. No one's denying that, but it's like they still should not be like even without Aaron Judge, they shouldn't be this bad. And that's my big takeaway from this season. CJ, I want to ask you about is that yes, losing Aaron Judge stings, but losing him is not the only reason you know this team this team has as before. It's like all the big guys, Rizzo, although. Yeah, he had the big game, you know, game that Mike was at last Sunday. But besides that, he's just struggling. DJ Lays is struggling. Stanton, you know, is struggling, although he is hanging a little bit better. And then, and then, well, I mean, we could sit and then Josh Dallas, I mean, enough said. But, but yeah. that's, that's the big thing. That's my big takeaway. That's why I asked you, CJ, is that, yes, the Aaron Judge stinks, but, there are more problems yeah, with this team, yo, besides him not being there. Yeah, man. Like, yo, like, I get losing, like, all right, if you're playing, like, Tampa or Baltimore or, like, other good teams in the American League without Aaron Judge, I can understand – or other teams around the the MLB, right, for that matter. I can understand why you might lose some games. I get it. Like, he's your best player. He does. You don't have that same advantage against other good teams as you do with him in the lineup. So, I understand. But – See, the thing is, the way this team was built was just off stellar pitching and home runs. The Yankees haven't been hitting a lot of home runs because guys like Stan, was, he was hurt for a minute, was cold when he came back. Rizzo then hit a home run for two months. And then 
like you're not getting runners on base. So even when people do hit home runs, it's like just solo shots or two run shots. Like that really doesn't do much when, hey, you're starting pitching. Yeah, for example, like Garrett Cole, great example. Guy gives up maybe one to three runs, like looks great, goes like six, seven innings, and then you just don't score at all. So it's a big problem. Uh, and it, it just goes beyond Aaron Judge. Like when you're playing the Cardinals, the Cubs, the Rockies, the Angels, you should be crushing the ball off these guys with ERAs over five. Like you shouldn't be letting Jamison Tyone throw seven complete innings, shutting you down, no runs. Like you shouldn't let these guys on Colorado and Anaheim shut you down when their ERAs are over five. Like that just can't happen, especially when you're putting your good pitchers out there and then your good pitchers get – give up a couple runs in the first two innings, like Rodon, for example, the other day, Herman has been giving up some runs early. You're in a hole to start the game already. And then with the way the offense has been performing recently, that does no good for anybody because when you're already in a hole like that, with the way this Yankees team has looked over the last like month, you're not winning the game. Like straight up, as we saw in Colorado and Anaheim, they go down early, they are not winning. Like they are done. Like, they have no hope for the rest of the game. And that's the unfortunate part. So, Judge coming back soon, obviously, that will be a huge addition. But but the way this team is constructed, you got to add some pieces here and there, and then boom. Like, I think they'll be all right if they do that. If they don't, then it's going to be the same thing continuing yeah. on. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. And that's that's my thing, CJ, with this organization, is that Brian Cashing, God bless him. You know, uh, he's he's brought, you know, like, like he's had a long, like, he's done a lot of good for a franchise, but I've held the opinion that he's overstayed as well. I'm like, the organization under him right now, it just feels stale. Like, 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 him, like, like the organization feels stale. Aaron Boone, like, um, again, I like it personally, but I do not trust them, you know, in a big spot to push the right buttons, you know. Um, you could say that. I mean, that that's my takeaways. That this organization right now, in my opinion, it just it just it just feels stale, and that it it just feels stale. And I definitely think uh, changes have to be made, especially to the roster. The roster, even if Brian, whether it be with Brian Cash or without Brian Cash, I just feel like this roster. You know, um, I think this roster definitely definitely needs you know, a bit of you know a, a, a reset too, because guys like when they like. We can see right now, LeMay's not getting any younger. Stick is not getting any younger. Riz is not, Riz is not getting younger and younger. And, and like a lot of this team, you know, is getting younger. Now, I wanted to ask you, CJ, since you, since you kind of like hit on it, hit, hit on it, you know, um, a bit earlier when you said like some of the pieces you wanted to add and your philosophy going forward. Um, the trade deadline is a week away. I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you think they should be buyers or sellers? See, this is a this is a question I love to I love to talk about online and with my friends, like yes, because they it's not a slam dunk either way. They're only two and a half game, two two and a half games, whatever it is, out of the wild card spot right now. So I wouldn't say you should sell, but even if you were to were to sell, who would you sell outside of Glaber Torres? Like, you're nobody is taking DJ Lemayhu. Nobody is taking Giancarlo Stanton. Nobody is taking Anthony Rizzo. Like, you can't really sell with this ball club. Like, Carlos Rodon's in the first year of his contract. You're not touching Garrett Cole. Like, there's really nothing to sell. Well, Even if only you were two to. players I think you could sell would be Bader and Seve. 
Yeah, I would say Bader, Sevi, Torres, maybe Wandy because he's on a contract year. But yeah. like that's really it. Like that because is really the it. Yankees have been so bad this year. They made me fall asleep every time I talk about them. They're so disappointing. <laughs> well, I honestly don't even blame you, dude. I fall asleep watching this team sometimes, bro. Like, yeah, it's so I was about to take a nap, Adam. I, much as I love the Yankees, I'm taking. I got a question from my main man, CJ. Does CJ finish what you were saying, and then Michael, you can ask. <laughs> First of all, CJ looks like he bored talking about the Yankees, man. He looks like he about to fall asleep in his damn self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a long day, man. I've had a long poor day, Adam, but poor ad, poor, poor our guest, man. He's a Yankee <laughs> fan. And now we got to deal with this Alex Rich, who's a Phillies fan, by the way. Uh, right. He's an all Philly sports fan. All Philly. Okay. He's a dick riding fan. He's a dick riding fan. <laughs> 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 Yo, but the thing is, man, even with the Yankees, bro, like right now, I honestly like they're in they're just right outside, right outside of the wild card. I would say bye, honestly, bro. Like like they should. They sh- that's the right thing to do. Like the code, like you're obviously not going to be buying one soda. The Padres have been playing better. Padres aren't trading him. Otani not giving up the farm for him when you could sign him in. I don't know what is, what what are we in July when you could sign him in like eight nine months. Yeah. I'm okay. And Willie Wong come here either way. No, yeah, exactly. Like I'm like not that's trying a to whole trade different animal. Not trying to trade away the entire farm for for a player for I don't know three months. Like seriously, like not not a good idea in my opinion. But there are some ways you could go. Like there's imagine David we get Otani. Imagine, imagine we get Otani from the Yankees. Dude, you'll, that would be amazing. You'll buy an Otani jersey, right, Michael? You'll buy an Otani jersey right when it comes out. <laughs> oh, same here, bro. I'll be first in line for that jersey, bro. I mean, CJ, even... you may be after me, brother. You may be after me because I'll yeah. fight you for it. I'll fight you for it. I'll fight you to the death, homie. That's Adam. I'm a... I don't blame you, bro. I don't blame I'll learn you, Japanese. Like... Try to say that, motherfucker. I'll learn Japanese. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I'll be yeah, like sign out of baseball. I'll be like sign out of baseball. Yeah, bro, he's a, he's a, he's an exciting dude to watch. Bro. He I is. Love Shoyo, he's Tommy. unbelievable. He's one of my he favorite is players. The second coming of Babe Ruth. I've been telling people this. He's the second coming of Babe Ruth. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like people say, yeah, he's overrated. I really don't understand that. I am. How could you think he's overrated? He's the only oh. player that can hit on much and could pitch over ninety. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you can do group. both at elite level. It's crazy. Exactly. I don't understand. It's like the whole we're, we're probably we're, we're not gonna see group. another guy like him um uh, for a long time, if at all. Exactly. Like it took I don't know, hundred years since Babe Ruth, something like that. Like yeah. All right, question, CJ. Go ahead, What's Michael. Favorite, who is your favorite Yankee of all time? Oh, that, that's a that's an easy one. I say Derek Jeter. Like I just love the guy yes. starting kid, man. Like it's like the, the guy, the way, it's the yeah, the answer. way he carried himself on the field, off the field, just a pure winner on and off. Like, it's just, it's just so easy to fall in love with a guy like that. And then people shit on me all the time when I say, oh, yeah, A-Rod, like, that's one of my boys. Like, I love A-Rod. Like, love him or hate him. Yeah, he did steroids is what it is. But he was a damn good ball player. People tend to not remember that kind of part. They just remember, jump straight to this, oh, steroids, like, He's one of the best players I ever saw. The guy was awesome. And then you get, I mean, I also, also big, like, currently I love Judge and Cole. Those are my guys. So, yeah, but I'd say really Jeter, A-Rod, Mariano, like, those are my favorite players when I was younger, and they still are. Like, yeah. Players. 
Yeah, yeah, Jeter, A. Rod, those are three of all my all-time faves. Oh, yeah, I, I, I also love the uh, Matsui. Oh, me too. I was a big Matsui guy. Johnny Damon, I like Swisher. No, no, no. He was just talking about. He was answering your question. He's talking about his favorite Yankees. Hey, what was your favorite Yankee moment? Ooh, this is a good question. I like this one. Um, honestly, the first one that could come to my head is. Jeter's walk-off single against the Orioles in his final game at Yankee Stadium. That was one of my favorites. But a close second – like, they, I'm just basing it off things that I – like, I've seen. Like, yeah, it could be like, oh, yeah, like the Subway Series in 2000. But I wasn't I wasn't on this earth then. So, I'm going to go, like, another one I really love because this was, like, one of the first real, like, postseason moments I had, like, ever. But, I mean, yeah, I was, I was young in 09. Like, I was young in, like, 2011, 2012, like – this is like one of the first moments I was able to like fully remember was Gary Sanchez's double against Houston in 2017 that was a, at home. That was amazing. Dude, I dude, that was absolutely absurd. Like, and then even things like, like the perfect game from Herman was awesome. Like judge hitting 62. Like those are things you just will never, like maybe you'll see Otani hit 63. Who knows? But like, these are things that like people just don't see every day. And like, those are like completely out of the ordinary things. And I was lucky enough to have, two players from my favorite team, like, participate in, the, in those moments. You know what I'm saying? Like, Judge hitting 62, the perfect game. Like, it's just pure history, dude. Like, you really can't like, – like, those have to be in my top five as well. Like, just because – just awesome moments to win because they're historical. Like, you don't see people pitch perfect games and hit, break home run records that often, so. Definitely. Then I want to build off something you said, uh, CJ, because yeah. you said, I remember, Gary's, like – that big, like that big yo go ahead hit, you know, back in 2017. And I, I look back at 2017, and it's like we got to game seven of the LCS, and we have not gotten closer to you know, a World Series since. So I want to ask you about, about that because you remember what House Cyber said a couple months ago, like on the Michael K show, saying, Oh, I don't understand why fans are so mad. And I literally said on his podcast, you know, it's like you want to say, you know. Okay, yeah, yes, we're mad we haven't won a World Series since 2009. Yes, let's get that out of the way. We're upset with that, but it's not just strictly the fact that we haven't won or gone to a World Series since 2009. It's that you remember back in 2017, or heck, even 2019 when they took the Astros to six, six games and they signed Garrett Cole. It's like you're going up back to back 100 win seasons, and since that point, you have not gotten close to a World Series, you've gotten farther. You haven't, you haven't taken steps forward, you've taken steps backward. Like, that's the issue, and that's my big issue with, you know, the organization as a, as a whole, because I've always felt this way. I feel like they want to win a World Series. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say, gonna say they, the house I have don't want to, want to win a World Series, but it's like, it feels like, like, and I could be wrong. I don't know if Hal or Brian Cash want to call this podcast and answer my question. Hey, feel free to, but I feel like it, it, feel, it feels like, you know, uh, they won't take, you know, they won't go, you know, the extra miles, you know, put this team, you know, over up. Like last offseason, you know, they get, they re-sign Judge. Great. Amazing. They get Rodon, you know. Great. I like the sign. I mean, I mean, how he's pushed up our side. I like the sign. Bring Rizzo back. Bring Angley back. Like, I liked a lot of the moves, but. You, everyone's new coming this season, like, hey, are we okay at third base? Are we okay at left field? Yo, those are legit questions, and they 
and and you know once the, once again they just they fell short of answering those. So that's my so that's my big that's my big problem with the Yankees right now is that it really feels like to me that they for whatever reason they just don't go to extra mile to put this team over the hump. Yeah, see, man, that's the thing. Like because Brian Cashman's a moron. We already exactly. Exactly. Fuck Brian Cashman. Uh, Michael, Michael, let CJ cook. Let CJ cook. Yeah. Me and CJ can co cook. We can co cook yeah, Brian yeah, Cashman. Cashman's <laughs> done some good things back in the day, but he didn't yeah, shit. He, like, he, he didn't want to pay Derek Jeter. You're idle. He didn't want to pay Jeter. No, so yeah. Cash- like, even just, it's just like shit like that, bro. Like, like Cashman, nowadays, dude. He needs to go. He got to get up and pack up. Right. He needs to get up and get the going. He got to get going. You got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. You ain't got to go home. All right, CJ, go ahead. Go ahead and throw a black people at a buffet. You know better. Like, Cashman has to go, bro. Like, it's it's long overdue. The guys, again, as you mentioned before, outdated. Outdated. Outdated bullshit from Guys, can you agree that Cashman's the devil? And Yankee Not fans' like eyes, a, yeah. For Yankee fans, yeah. Certain people's eyes, yeah. But, dude, I want, like, I want him to die in hell. Because he, I'm sorry, I just hate Cashman with a passion. He's on my shit list, CJ. He's on my shit list. Hey, he's been on, he's been on my shit list for a couple of years, too. And I've been saying since, like, 2020, 20, 2020, 2021, like, yo, Cashman, boom. Like, the fuck? Like, like I, I, I started to fire Cashman chant at the Yankee game yesterday. Yeah, I've been doing that, bro. I, I remember I started a fire boom chant like three, like two, three years ago, uh, twenty twenty one, and then I was doing the same thing with Cashman like last season. And, and Honestly, yo, like, I'm a fan of Boone. I'm a fan of Boone, but I'm not a got, it, fan. Nah. Here's why. I'm, I like him personally. Why. His in game managing, I don't like. Here's why. Yeah, he got he got dealt the bad hand. He got dealt the yeah. bad hand. Here's that is my, true. Here's way, my big true. problem with with Boone is that. Let's call him what he is. He's an analytics manager. Like, like he whether he believes it or not, uh, I, like he does for most part what the fraud sells him. And you could tell managing a game. It's like they create like a script free game based on analytics, and you know they execute that script to the best of their ability. And I just don't trust Bruno you know, in a big spot to you know read the be- read the field or have a feel for the game and know when to when to go off, off script and. And that's my big thing, CJ said. You see with teams of these Alex managers, like look what last year with the with uh, the Astros. Dusty Baker's like, like you know, I'm not saying he's anti, he's not anti Alex by any means, but he's kind of an old school manager. Same thing with the Braves uh, in 2012. Who's it again? I keep up forgetting the Braves manager like, for some reason. Uh, uh, that's a good question. I know, but his um, sometimes his name me just escapes me. Brian, it, I think it's Brian Snicker, actually. No, I'm, Brian, Brian. I'm pretty sure it's Is that him. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, let, 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 let me check here for a second, but 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 yeah, same thing. Right, Brian Snicker. Yeah, Brian Snicker. He's he's more of a old school old guy. So you like be as like from us, be as Alex as you as you want. I'm cool with that, but. In the game, I want an actual manager, you know, like actually managing the game. Because outside of the 2020 season with the Dodgers, with uh, Dave Roberts, who's, by the way, not a good manager, and no one can ever can, can uh, change my mind on that. 
outside of, uh, of that season, which is a Fugazi 60-game season, when has, yo, an like, quote-unquote Alex manager ever, like, taken his team, yo, uh, over the hump to the big dance? No, nah, you're right, man. Like, dude, and, you know, the thing is with the Yankees, like, it's just every year, like, dude, there was a certain standard one day where the Yankees were winning, winning. With George Steinbrenner, bro, like, I hate to be that guy that's always, yeah. like, Ooh, if George was here, like, like, because I sound like I sound like a boomer, but like, yo, if I had to be quite frank, if George was still here, Aaron Boone and Cashman would have been gone a while ago. Like, one hundred percent, bro. This 100%. organization would be heading in a totally different direction in a pot more positive direction if he was still yes. here. Obviously, shit happens. He's not here anymore. God bless his soul. But yeah. Nowadays, like you're, you're stuck with Hal, and he's not—he's not the same guy as his father was. He's not as much hands-on. He's not like—he's invested in other things yeah. besides just the New York Yankees. Like George's lifeblood was the Yanks, bro. Like that guy led pinstripes just like everyone else. Like, All right, hold up, CJ. Let me let me uh, let me add on what you said. Ping oh yeah, of course. Go ahead, Michael. I'm probably the oldest one to remember George Steinbrenner in here because I've been. A Yankee fan since 19. I was born in 94, so I've been okay. watching baseball majority of my life. I'm just saying, if the late great George Steinbrenner was, was here today, he would have killed his son for fucking up the Yankees. Let's just be real. George Steinbrenner's mindset was we get you get the best available players on free agency at any cost. When he was also running the team, he was also the general manager. For the Yankees, people don't know that when he was in the eighties and seventies, that's how you. That's how we drafted Thurman Munson. That's how we got uh Bobby Mercer. That's how we signed Reggie Jackson, Chuck Chambers, Chuck, Chris Chambers. We got Dave Winfield. We we got Paul. We got Don Magnley. We got all the Yankee greats. We we got Clemens. We had um Paul O'Neill, Derek Jeter. Like here's the thing. Brian Cashman, how can I say this? He is the he is the Jerry Krause of the MLB. Just no, got awful. Just got awful. Like Brian Cashman is the Jerry Krause. He's hated by the fans, but he wins championships. That's the biggest comparison yeah. I can put. The thing is, Cashman hasn't won anything. And what are we now? How how many years ago? Time. Fourteen years now. Long like, Jesus time. Christ, bro. I was four years old. Like, come on. Like, I like, was, like, I was, how, how old was I? I was 13 back in 2009. I was yeah, in middle I was, school. I was 15 yeah, when they won. How old are you, CJ? I'm 18. So I'm young. Right, we can't even take him to the strip club yet. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 but I wanted to, uh, he probably want, has his bedtime, man. I, I, I think CJ has his bedtime. I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to on what you guys were saying about George Steinberg because people forget back in the eighties that George Steinberg was a was a problem, yo, for the Yankees. Yo, he was way oh, yeah. too over aggressive. He was way too. You know, he often let yo know, his passion. I feel like like get in the way of like sound baseball. It's just like people forget. Remember when he got suspended, yo, for, for two years? Yankee fans cheered like. He, this man was that, you know, hated by Yankee fans. So that's why I have a problem with, you know, oh, what if George was, was, was here? Like, think because, hey, me and George should be. Remember a couple years ago when the Reds, when people, when um, the Yankees were rude to be on, on Chris Sale and, the, and that 
who was Chris Sale with at that time, but apparently they wanted Judge and the Yankees wouldn't do it. Maybe how, how maybe maybe George makes that trade and bam, we don't we, we don't have Aaron Judge. So the, so George was on uh, like that right now. That being said, that being said, I do feel like his passion is like and it's such an urgency. Like the Yankees are clearly missing that right now. I just I just feel like I feel like Hal's mentality is an overcorrection for you know um what you know George was all all, all the way back in the day because because you can make argument that George is too aggressive. I feel like Hal's like not aggressive enough. No, yeah, Hal has that laid back mentality, and honestly, I don't. No one, no one fucks with it. Like no one likes it because you could just tell. Like yo, like this guy is way too focused on other other things. His primary focus ain't the Yankees. Like. He's, uh, he's owned an AC Milan, New York City FC, like all these other things that he's worried about. Jersey ad patches, bro, like like shit like this. And he doesn't – I feel like he really doesn't put his best foot forward. And, like, I understand, like, the stuff that is like, – like, like the, the his father's leadership style really isn't something you see in today's game anymore. Like, most of this stuff is, like, laid back. Like, you don't see any owners, like – being that strict and as like invested as guys like George Steinbrenner anymore, maybe. And, and people, Mets fans love to compare like Cohen to Steinbrenner, bro. A Steinbrenner was a winner, and B, I don't see Cohen doing a. like, yeah, maybe he's signing top guys, whatever, but I don't see him doing half the things that George Steinbrenner was doing with the Yankees. I don't uh, see him having that impact. You're thinking about Steinbrenner, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about he George didn't Steinbrenner. Take yeah. failure, he didn't take failure, exactly. Exactly. Pro- I think George Steinbrenner is probably running in his grave saying when his son gets to heaven, he's going to kill Hal Steinbrenner twice as over. Yeah, like he's not like... Guys, like, like a monkey can run the Yankees and will do better. A monkey! Dude, like, and you know what's crazy? Like, dude, a lot of us fans, I feel like, I mean, yeah, I really can't criticize as much about Hal's, like, passion towards it because, again, I don't know the guy personally, so... Maybe he's different behind the scenes than what yeah. we see. But for him to say, I don't understand why fans are upset. Yeah. His father would have fired Boone already. Yeah, exactly. His father would have made shitloads of changes with this team already. He wouldn't be saying, I understand why our fans are upset. He'd be saying, I'm upset as well, and I completely understand, and we're going to fix it. Like, he's like, not saying that kind of nonsense. Like that. To, I'm to, telling like, you. Tell, here's a good – your father. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Go, I'm trying to like, give how credit. He did. He was the reason that ultimately Judge came back. He got on the phone and you know and and, br- and brought you know Judge back. So I give him credit for that. But there's a bunch of these other things that he does that I feel like is worth criticizing. Oh yeah, likewise, man. Sorry, Michael. Go ahead. Yeah, Adam. Don't interrupt the black man, Adam. You don't interrupt a black man at a buffet. How many times I gotta tell you? <laughs> Fucking racist prick. Um. Um, let me hear what I gotta say. Sorry you won't even show your face on screen. All right, my bad. I was sick. I was like, I was about to fall asleep. All right, I'll put my light on okay. so you niggas can see me. I was sleeping. <laughs> Honestly, I Go forgot ahead. we had a show today. While you do that, Michael, while you do that, uh, Alex, you said you had a you wanted you had a question for CJ. Damn, there's a rule. No sh- Alex should not man. ask a question if he can't if he can't talk to him in person. That should be the rule of the show. All right, get a shirt on, my boy. 
All right, but Alex, but what, but what, but you know who likes me with shirtless? Michael's gay a shirt on. Um, Alex, go ahead. Adam, you know who likes me with your shirt off? Adam, you know who likes me with my shirt off? Yo, mama. (laughs) Go ahead, Alex. Okay, uh, CJ, uh, just to let you know, my birthday is next Tuesday, um, and. Uh, I know the Yankees have a big game against the Tampa Bay. Gives a shit. <laughs> Happy birthday, bro. Thank you. Um, I know that the Yankees have a big game that night um, going up against Zach Efton. Um, I wanted to go thoughts on that matchup. Who are they, who are they playing next Tuesday? I Oh, by the way, happy early birthday. Hope you oh, have a good one. Um, what? Play Tampa who? Bay. Oh, Tampa Bay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yo, honestly, like that that's gonna be a huge tilt. And yo, I'm gonna be honest, Tampa has not been great this month. But neither have the Yankees. So I feel like that could go out there. I mean, next week, maybe there'll be some moves already made by that point because the deadline is approaching close. Like it's it's coming. It's it's only like I see it. It's almost here. And yo, like if a bunch of teams make some moves real quick, like I did think if the Yankees make some moves before that series going to completely change the entire pace of it. And I think the Yankees could possibly take that series. But I feel like maybe it could depend on some deadline moves. It could depend if the Yankees are maybe, like, hit the ground running, get hot a little bit. It depends if the Rays are cold. So, honestly, I think if the, if the Rays continue this cold streak, I think the Yankees have them right where they want them if the, if the Yankees continue to win. But I think it's going to be a good matchup, obviously. Like, we played Tampa pretty well this season, if I remember correctly, like, Outside of that series in the trap back in, like, I don't know, maybe it was April, May, early May, like, that wasn't good. But last time they came to the Bronx, I'm pretty sure we took the series from them, if I remember correctly. So they're coming back into our building again. I think we could do the same thing. I got I got a lot of faith and positivity going towards the Yankees right now. So I think they could take that. I think they could take a series against Tampa. But first order of business, the Mets, then Baltimore. And then I think we could re- – I think if we do well on those two series, we could really – Stick it to Tampa and maybe move up a little bit in the standings. So, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, one thing, and this is another thing I wanted to ask you about CJ, and another problem I have is that going back to 2017, like you, and we have all these high expectations. You look at all of these players. So aside from Aaron Judge, oh, step and maybe seven Glaber Torres, like, like. Like those guys, you could argue, okay, they uh, judge obviously panned out, but the other two, you could argue, like somewhat, like and that, you know, great. Those two, you could argue, have somewhat at least panned out. But aside from those guys, Miguel Andujar gone, Clint or Jackson Frazier gone, Greg Bird gone, Gary Sanchez gone. Am I missing anyone? It's like you Not have all really. these, you had all these yo baby bombers come up and. Uh, all of all of them, you know, I played out. You look at the, what, the, what the Orioles are doing with their player development. You know, look at all the young guys they brought up. Look at the how the Braves have been able to develop. Talent. Look how the Ashes have been developed, Alex. So, and this this isn't just you know this has been a problem by Brian Castaner. Outside of Cano and you know Judge, like those are the only true you know superstars that you know yeah Cash has has been able to develop during this year. So. I support that's a major, major problem that um, with the Yankees right now that 
that if they're gonna, I said for if they're Adam, gonna, you know, um, Adam, if they're, uh, my question. Let me finish. Let me finish. Me, you, um, you interrupt me before I answer my question. I, 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 no, I know, no, finish, no, but no, I want to no, ask no, you. No, I want to no, ask. No, no, I want to ask you about about that, yo. Like, do you share like saying? Do you share like saying said for about about that, CJ? Nigga, hurry the fuck up. Yeah. So a player development problem, like it's been It's been it's been terrible in recent years, like. As you said, like all these guys just fizzled out, and then you and then you forget about like the David Garcias of the world, like who also were expected to be very good, fell off a cliff. The Esteban Floreals, like all these other guys that we've been seeing in the minors all this time, and we were like, "Yo, like these guys might be legit." Turned out to be nothing. So, um, yeah, th- that's definitely a huge issue, and uh, hopefully that could be addressed in some way, shape, yeah. or form. But. It all falls on the management and the coaching. So yeah. again, that's been a huge problem in recent years, and it's it's really showing in yeah. multiple and, in multiple multiple ways. Yeah, if that continues with this next wave of prospects, that continues with Volpe. If that continues with uh, Peraza, Dominguez, Wells, all these guys, then I'm going to come out and say it. We're in trouble. Yeah, no, yeah okay. for sure. Now, ask my question now because Adam likes go to go ahead, be, Michael. Likes to be rude and interrupt racist now because he's a racist. So CJ, what was your favorite World Series as being a Yankee fan, being a historically Yankee fan? Uh, well, I think oh, yo, oh nine like just hits different to me. Like I, I hold that one close to me because that was the only one I saw. Like that was the only time I ever saw the Yankees lift the World Series trophy. So that one hits home to me. But yo, another one that I love, like, and I love using this one is two thousand against the Mets. Like honestly, to me. Outside of beating the Red Sox, there was nothing better than beating the Mets. So to do it to them on the national stage for all the marbles just makes me very happy. Like, I can't stand them in any way. Yeah. And if you, Michael, if you look on uh, Twitter or now, it's called the X for some whatever different reason. But but if you look on, like, our man CJ here does not like the Mets. You would hate my cousin all. Marcellus. You would hate my cousin Marcellus. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of friends who are Mets fans. I can't. I, and sometimes I can't stand the things they say, but I had my friends. My friend Here's what, I got a question for. I got another question. Yo. You said Derek Jeter was your favorite Yankee. Who you? Who is on your Mount Rushmore of greatest baseball players of all time and your Mount Rushmore of New York Yankees? So, like, my Yankee players on there or, like, MLB? Both. Okay, Both. so that's a good question. Hmm. So, MLB... Yo, I might have to throw Babe Ruth on there, honestly. Like, he's, I mean, old-time, but great player. And this is always a controversial. If my one. guy is not Pigs, we're going to have a problem. What'd you say? If my guy isn't Pigs, you got to leave the show. All right. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll Barry Bonds. Play Thank you. Thank oh, you. Okay. That's my guy. He, he had okay, good. 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 Because people say, oh, again, with like I was mentioning before about A-Rod. Steroids, steroids. Woo, like... Dude, when you saw him before the steroids, he was averaging 40 home runs a game, 30 steals, 130 RBIs. Dude, the guy had one of the sweetest swings of all time. Like, you're not – like, steroids have nothing to do with pure mechanics and pure skill. And then, um, you know, another guy I also really enjoy who I think it should be on there is uh, Ken Griffey Jr., big fan of his. Like, guy was awesome. And he really helped revolutionize the game itself. Um and then who else am I trying to think of here? Um, 
I feel like Nolan Ryan should be on there, bro. One of the greatest pitchers ever, dude. The guy was a absolute bull. Like the guy was a warrior. Yeah. I, let me call you. I I probably I agree with you, but I also say uh, um, Willie Mays. Oh yeah, I could I could also say Willie Mays as well. And then yo, another one I throw on there, honestly, like. Yankee bias, full course, Mariano Rivera. Like, I'm trying to get a player from, like, everywhere. And, yo, Mariano, bro, dude, greatest closer I've ever seen, the world has ever seen. Like, exactly. the, you, you were just not hitting this guy. Uh, I mean, it's like it was very rare. Like, it was very rare. You bring him in, Mariano like, once you hear Edger saying that, Yankee Sam, and you're an opposing team, you know it's over. Exactly. You just know you're done. Like, you just know that you're finished once you hear that song. And that's how it was. Pretty much all of the time, except in the World Series, uh, twenty-two years ago, and that was it. That was the one. That. that was the one blow up. That was the one that you saw, with everyone saw with their own eyes, that fucked everything up. That was the one time Ariano ever like that's, really fucked up. That's bad. My my favorite stat of like probably all time is that. I'm sure you see CJ. More men have walked on the moon and scored against Mario in the postseason. Oh, yeah, it's insane. Like, it's actually crazy how good he is. It's, it's especially insane, in the well, especially when you consider how long this guy played in the postseason. Yeah, he's just one of those dudes that just – he's one of those dudes that just turned it up to, to 11 in October every single year. And, like, you just – you were so – like, he just had that gene in him, bro. He just had that dog in him, like, where he was going to come out all the time, especially in October, and just dominate and shut you down. So. All right. All right, this is probably going to be my final question, CJ. And then, Alex, if uh, Michael, if you had any final ones, you, know, you can get them out now. But obviously, we know where the Yankees are in right now. They're two half games out of a wild card spot. You know, um, obviously, they're good. Obviously, you know, eventually get judged back. We'll see how the development of Volpe and Peraza and these young kids continue. But I wanted to ask you, and this is kind of like an extension of the buyers and sellers question, but. What what's your long term outlook for this team? Let's see, man. If you were in Brian Cash's shoes, like what what do you th- what do you think this team needs to do to you know, um th- probably not this year, but eventually, you know, get back to um you know winning a world finally winning a World Series. So I think definitely got to address left field and third base. Like that really is like neither one. Of the, I mean, yeah, Lemay has been better as a late, but again, like you could throw another guy over there, that would be great. Get some more depth. Left field has been a problem all year. Fix that. That has to be addressed badly, 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 badly. Um, and honestly, like just try and find more like pure hitters. Like we need just solid bats. Get some diversify the lineup. Get some lefties in there. That's what the Yankees haven't had, bro. I was watching videos before from 2006 where the Yankees just had complete split of lefties and righties. We need that. That's how you win baseball games because, again, it throws off pitchers when you have lefties and righties coming up here and there. When you're not just a whole right-handed heavy team and you only have, like, two or three left-handed hitters. Like, this just can't happen. So, uh, acquire some left-handed hitting. That'll be humongous for the team in, uh, in multiple ways. And um, just develop the prospects correctly. Like, Peraza and Volpe have shown they've shown, their, they've shown their skills. They've shown that they got talent. Let them grow. Let them grow. Give them time. And develop them correctly. And honestly, like from a coaching standpoint, Sean Casey's been good so far. I, I already see him making an impact on guys like Rizzo Stanton, changing their stances a little bit, little tweaks, and they've been hitting the ball a little better. So 
keep sticking to that mentality, keep sticking to whatever he's saying and just keep it going. So, um, yeah, you just got to address like certain positions, as I just mentioned, uh, managerial wise. I mean, I would honestly, I don't want Boone here anymore, but at this point, who are you going to bring in to replace him? That's something that a lot of people really don't talk about. So, uh, but that should happen. I mean, this season's far from over. Like, I can't. I don't. I wish. I wish I was a fortune teller. Could tell y'all what was about to happen the rest of the season, but unfortunately, I can't. So, I don't know what's going to be going on the rest of the season. But if they don't make the playoffs. Everybody gone. If they do make the playoffs and they fail miserably, still would like to see some changes uh, with the coaching and in the front office. Okay. All right. Any last call for questions for CJ? All right. So, CJ, this is where we're going to transition to the second half show. We got we have a hot take center coming up. We have we got some, and we're going to talk a little bit of NFL. If you want, you can stay, but if you have to go, we understand your choice. Yeah, I could stay for like maybe like five more minutes. Okay. You want to. Guys, you want to have you guys want to have CJ do the hot take? I can give y'all one right now off the top of my head well, if you want. All right. So, so, so here, here's this. We have we do a set called hot take of the episode, like during the middle of our episode. CJ and self-explanatory. We pick one of the we pick someone on the podcast to do a hot take, and then once the hot take stuns, we we bought it. We thought we thought it was good, and we either approve it or disapprove it. So. Base, it could good. be on any sport. It could be on baseball, football, basketball, hockey, whatever, whatever you, whatever you want. So, all right, I'm I'm gonna deliver this take real quick, and then I'm gonna dip because I gotta go. Uh, uh, if, 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 if you want, if you want, yo, you don't have to. Do it. If you want, we could just we could just. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say now. I'm gonna say this. the New Jersey Devils are winning the Stanley Cup this year. That's all I got. Uh, that's, that's, that's my last thing. Approved. Approved. Visit this very take in a couple of months. Say it, say it again. Michael, pay it to just CJ, say it again. This is my last thing. The New Jersey Devils are winning the Stanley Cup this year. Oh, I'm not even a hockey guy, so. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. He didn't answer my, did he answer my question about the Yankees? I had to take care of something. Did he answer my Yankee question? Yeah, he did. He did. Who is yeah. his four Yankees? I didn't hear it. Uh, oh, it was um, Jeter, Mariano, uh, Roger, a-, a Rod, and Posada. Those were my guys. Like, I guys, I had to put them on there. Oh, those those are Mount Rushmore greatest Yankees. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But okay. yeah, I got to run real yeah, quick. That, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, CJ, we thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you. Um, before we one last thing here, tell us where all this can find you. Yeah, guys. Um, so on Twitter at CJ Pacala at the four line underscore everywhere. On YouTube, the four line, subscribe. We got some cool videos coming out from the Subway series coming up this week and Baltimore trip. That's going to be a completely different vlog. It's going to be totally different experience. So hitting the road to deliver some fun content for y'all. Don't miss that. And yeah, that's all I got to say. And yeah, uh, yeah one last thing just stay positive with the Yankees, man. We got a long way to go. Yeah. So. Hopefully. Hopefully I'll see you at the stadium at the stadium sometime over the season. But yeah, if man. I don't, hopefully I'll see you at the Rock. All right, man. Sounds that, good. Yeah, and thank one you last thing, one last thing here. Water Yankee Stadium. Make sure you don't take any shit from Ranger fans.
Oh, I never do. I never do. But yeah, thank you. But yeah, thank you guys very much. Yeah, but CJ, thanks for coming on. You're welcome back anytime. Do not be a stranger, buddy. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, guys. Have a good day. Take night. care, buddy. Take care. Thank you. All right, that was CJ uh, Pukala. Amazing to have him on. Um, guys, do we, it was amazing to have our guest inside of the Yankees and everything he does, you know, um, all of the work he does for a It was great to have him on. So, guys, are we, we can either do one of two things. We can either vote on CJ's hot take and make that hot take in the episode, or uh, we could have, or we could have one of us do it. Let him do it. All right. So you you want to vote on that? You want you you, you want to vote on um CJ on uh, CJ? Yeah. All right. This is this one for me. I'm approving. Duh, because you're you're a Devils fan. <laughs> okay. Okay. Alex, you're gonna go. Put disapprove. your flyers bias and disapprove. Yep. Okay. All right. Remember, Michael, this one counts for uh, Marcellus's record. This counts for your record because you're the hot. No, this counts for Marcellus's record, by the way. You you can't be biased like that. Okay. I hate hockey with a passion. I'll prove it because I don't fucking care. I approve. Maybe I should just disapprove just because of this. And if you keep dancing, I'm going to change my vote. Adam, if you keep dancing like that, I'm going to change. Adam, you keep dancing like that, I'm going to change my vote. <laughs> you keep doing that, I'm going to change my vote. All right, I'm stopping now. I'm stopping now, all right? <laughs> All right, but DJ, if you're listening, congratulations. Your hot take was approved. <laughs> and that brings Marcellus's record to, uh, what is it? Uh, we'll, we'll make it a uh, six and two just to give it a little boost because we, we know we struggle with work and stuff. Because that way, again, completely caught up. All right, but um, Alex, uh, we um, uh, Alex, uh, we unfortunately we never got a chance to uh get to your um U.S. Open, open and um and sing on the FIFA um uh, on the FIFA Women's Cup. So, so do the U.S. Open now. Uh, I'll then we'll talk about it for a bit. Then then do a FIFA. And we'll talk about it for a little bit and a little bit. Go okay. ahead. Uh, so, um. The final round of the Open um, was uh, pretty non-competitive because um, the leader was at least three three shots um, up on the leaderboard. Um, he finished 
with a score. He shot 70 in the final round, which brought him to minus 13. And um, his name is uh, Brian Hallman. Uh, um, he had two boardies at hole number six and seven. Um, and 14 and 15, uh, he had two boardies for those holes. So he was uh, on, on a low. Um, there was a four-way four tie for second place. Um, it was Day, Kim, Straka, Rom, and McElroy. I mean, yeah, Rom. Uh, Ian McElroy was uh, below that, but um, it was a great open, and I enjoyed the coverage, and I'm really excited to see what happens next year uh, at the Open. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, unfortunately, I haven't had um, much... I unfortunately haven't had a chance you know, uh, to uh, catch much of the uh, of the U.S. Open, unfortunately, but um, I de I definitely need to catch it. What what channel is it on my way, out, Alex? If you know by any chance, uh, like golf in general, you mean? I mean the U.S. Open. It's done, right? Uh, yeah, it was on um, Peacock, NBC, um, USA Network. Okay, perfect. Yeah, but congratulations to Brian Hartman winning his it's his first major, correct? Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I can't I can't uh perfect, yeah. Look, yeah, I, I definitely need to um catch up on my golf uh on uh, watching golf, you know. It's 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 not. It's not. It's a nice thing you have. Just have on TV and just chill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all Go right. But, bellies. All right. But now we're transitioning. Go ahead and talk about the uh, FIFA Women's World Cup. Yep. Um. So. I I know we all betted on the Italy Argentina game, and. Um, which was the bet of the episode, um, and Italy uh, overcame the win, uh, beating Argentina one nothing. Uh, the the game after that one was Germany against Morocco, and Germany beat Morocco six nothing. Uh, Brazil and Panama played uh, afterwards, uh, and Brazil beat Panama 4 um, nothing. And Colombia and South Korea just played, um, which ended minutes ago, and Colombia uh, beat South Korea 2 nothing. So, uh, Tuesday slate is only two games. Uh, the first one is at 1.30 in the morning, uh, which is New Zealand against the Philippines. And then uh, at 4 a.m. 
it's Switzerland against Norway. Uh, and then lastly, um, USA uh, will be playing the Netherlands on Wednesday at 9 p.m., uh, which is a big test for them. I think the Netherlands are a really solid team. And it's going to be interesting to see how well they can, uh, how competitive they can be against the really solid team. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, Alex, go ahead. Oh, I was talking about the the USA's next oh, match. Oh, sorry, sorry. I just, sorry, I'm just dozing off there. I mean, USA plays on Netherlands, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be, you know, a big, you know, that's, that, that's going to be a big matchup. Uh, USA is, uh, is USA the home team or the away team that game? Uh, away. Oh, okay. Yeah, Netherlands, that's going to be a really uh, tough matchup for them because uh, now Netherlands is obviously a, obviously a great team. But, hey, USA, the USA has gone all the way before. Let's see if they can uh, do it again. Yeah, it, it should be really interesting, uh, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it as well. Okay, but Axe, great job talking. Um, uh, Women's World Cup. Uh, it 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 was a blast, buddy. And uh, you know, I mean, we'll hopefully we'll have to see how this tournament continues. It's definitely gonna be interesting. Oh, and one last thing. What? Um, there was a player in tonight's Korea game. She was the youngest player to ever get. Um enter the uh, FIFA World Cup game at 16 years old. Oh, wow. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think she, she played for... Um, I forget who... Oh, her name is Casey Fair. Um, she's on... Uh, South Korea. <laughs> South Korea, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. But, but Alex, again, great job um, um, on your segment. So, Michael Cunningham. This is the last segment of the show, buddy. Don't worry. It's get, we'll, we'll, don't worry. Skating Lace will make it a quick one. All right, but FL training camp, you know, it's opened up, right? Is or or has has FL training camp opened up officially? The Eagles start Wednesday. Eagles start Wednesday. I think Giants uh, start Wednesday too. Uh, it was you. Uh, I think Jets training camp was or has already started. So I mean, I mean the big thing about the Giants is will Saquon Barkley uh, report report to camp. So we talked a little a lot about this on last episode. Um, I mean, um, nothing, not much you could say real really. I didn't say there, but I, but I mean, 
I mean, I know that. I mean, I know Oda Star running. I know Seiko participating. Yo, a, a, a bunch of Star running backs. Yo, got together on a Zoom call to discuss. Yo, I believe. Yo, the stand position. And these guys not getting paid. Um, so I just want, I'll, I'll chat on that. Before I chat on that, I wanted to um talk about Saquon's uh contract situation. Um, was I? I want to say about his contract situation and is he going to hold out? And while he may hold out, you know, the beginning of training camp, I'm not, I'm not, while he may decide to hold out the beginning of training camp, I do not think he's going to miss a game for, you know, the Giants. I really, I really think, it, I really do not think, you know, it would be beneficial for Saquon to, you know, uh, miss a game for the Giants because, because really, because really, honestly, like, what leverage does he have? Like, what does he have to gain, yo, by a stage, yo, stage, yo, holdout? Like, let's say he holds out, like, the first four games or whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, George, let's say he misses the entire year. That's another year of his prime gone, and now all of a sudden, like, uh, I, I, you're going to, teams are going to pay, and he's, he thinks he's going to get, like, some big contract, yo. Well, some teams going to pay, yo, a running back who has injuries his best and hasn't played a year. So I think if Saquon does decide to hold out on that at least into the season, I think you know, um, I really think he's making a, a bad decision. I again, I think the best decision for Saquon, yo, is to um go out there, show up train camp, and really go out there have a muscle season like is it and make them regret not paying you. Like do exactly what uh do exactly what Daniel Jones did. The, uh, the Giants they didn't pick up Daniel's fifth year option. Guess what? He used that as well vision. Went out there and had arguably the best season of his career and got a big A day. Look at what I mean, it's it's episode, it's kind of apostolic, but look what happened to Aaron Judge. He and the he and the Giants Yankees, he and the Yankees couldn't come to an agreement. Um and then he goes out there, uh, has the old the one of the greatest of all time and gets a big A day. So that's what we got that Saquon. Go out there, have a monster season and make the Giants regret, yo, know, whatever the the dollar was that they that, uh you that you wanted make them regret not paying you because if you go out there and have a monster season, whatever that number was, that number's gonna go up. So go out there and and and, and make Joe and and convince Joe Shane they made the wrong decision. But at the same time, and this is why I'll talk about now the that Zoom meeting. I I'm not sure if you disagree. I Get yo a lot of the right backs up. I said for the on the I said for yo uh, on the last time. I I said I said for yo last episode. I get these right back frustration. I get the feeling that oh they're feeling the value just because of the uh, position. Like I get you know um um I get you know um what. I get, you know, their frustration and and I completely support them going out there and like trying to figure out ways saying, hey, yo, how can we make this position more valuable? Like, because who knows? Maybe they, maybe they, maybe they can't find a way to, you know, maybe they can't find some kink, you know, in the NFL to, you know, make position more relevant. It wasn't too long that the running back for your position was, was, was the creator crop. Like, remember the Barry Sanders days? They were all, Remember the all the Walter Payne days, though, so all all those years ago, all, like 
all those um years all those uh, years ago so 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 right now so i emphasize yo i emphasize with eyes yo with with them because i said before you know if this continues who's going up in the right that position who's it like alex i'm gonna ask you right now if uh your kid wants to grow up and uh he asks you what position like he should play what position are you recommending he not play? Uh, for football. For football, yeah. I would say defensive tackle. Defensive tackle, but but here's the thing: at least defensive tackles get paid. Like yeah. all the decisions that require a lot of physical contact, at least they get paid. Running backs, yo. They, like that, like they they get hit a lot, and guess what? They're not getting paid. So if you're a star football player, or or if, or if you're a parent whose kid wants to play football, are you playing running back position, or are you telling your kids to play running back? No, you're telling your kids, or if you or you're going there, you're playing any other position, literally any other position. And it really could hurt the sport a and it really could, you know, uh. Hurt the sport long term, and um, um, I really like uh, the quote that uh, Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns said. He says, "Right now, there's nothing we can really do. We're kind of hang up, to kind of hang up the uh, 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 uh kind of handcuff you know, Oh, they're gonna handcuff you know um the situation. Like right now, they're handcuffed. So, but they again, maybe yo, know, maybe maybe they can find something. So maybe the next CBA." They can, you know, uh, pitch this to, you know, their teams, pitch to the owners, and maybe get some changes. So, so that's, so that's the thing. Like, teams right now, they don't believe in paying running back. They don't believe in paying actual term. And right now, it is not beneficial for a team to, you know, play running back actual term. And no, they start running back to their So, hopefully, you know, um, hopefully for their sake, they can find something and hopefully make it beneficial for, you know, teams to stop paying running backs again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last place my thoughts on Giants training camp, you know, let's basically the thoughts. I mean I mean I'm not really gonna I'm not really gonna talk that much about um the Giant Giants season because it is a it is a big season it is a big season for the Giants, so they made a playoffs last year, but you know, there's still I would say they're saying a rebuild phase, but there's still, you know, they're not there yet where you expect them to compete for Super Bowl. Maybe they will be, you know, get there soon. Maybe they'll get there maybe They'll shock everyone again, and then all of a sudden they're at the top of the NFC, NFC this year. Maybe they'll shock everyone again, but really right now, my expectations for this team is really just, you know, build off last year. I want to see Daniel Jones take another, another next step, you know. That's the thing. I want to see Daniel Jones, first of all, take the next step, you know. He had a nice season last year, but he only threw for 15 touchdowns. He put up Monster Ziggis. Had this beauty where he put up Monster Ziggis. Go out there and throw a 1,000 yards. Uh, let's go out there and throw for you know twenty touches or more. Go out there and you know put up, put up nice rushing numbers. You know, go out there and you know um and you know have 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 a big season for you know uh have take next step. Have a big season for a, for a Giants. You 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 the Giants they bring up they brought in you know some nice wide receiver. They brought in you know some nice pieces on offense. They brought in. You know, they brought in Paris Campbell. They just brought in Cole Beasley, you know. 
They have Sterling Shepard back. They still have, you know, um, they still have Isaiah Hodges. They still have their Darius Slayton, you know. They brought in Daniel Ballinger, so so use that wizard and take the next step this is Daniel Jones. That's why I, I want to see Daniel Jones, you know, take the next step this season. All right. All right, Michael Cunningham. He's still not there. All right, one more on Michael. Um, Alex, you want to talk about Eagles camp? Go ahead. You can do it now. Okay. Uh, the, the two things I'm really looking forward to seeing is how um, the Eagles defense um, does uh, – in the addition with Jalen Carter, um, because the Eagles defense is basically the Georgia Bulldogs, and they have so many Georgia Bulldogs on on the defensive side, and uh, I'm really excited to see uh, what growth uh, they can get, and um, I'm definitely anxious to see uh videos um from the from the offensive side especially um Devontae Smith AJ Brown uh Dallas Goddard and some other players to name um and it's definitely going to be a very hectic time uh like especially with the media and Nick Sirianni speaking and uh, I'm really looking forward to reading up on every practice and it all starts on Wednesday and it's going to be a, a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the Eagles, you know, um, here's my thing about the, here's the thing about the Eagles and Really, they have is that that's the big question is was last year, you know, a fluke for them? Like was last was last year, you know, um like was last year was last year going all the way to Super Bowl a fluke? Or they can or can they do it again? You know, I mean I still think they're I definitely think they are one of the best teams in the NFC, NFC but my question is, are they winning the Michigan? Here's the thing, the the and here's the funny thing of the AFC East. You, you know, Sox, they haven't had a, a repeat division wear since uh, when again? Let me look this up. Let me, let me uh, look look this up. Because I remember, you know, I remember last year the the Eagles won. The year before, the Cowboys won it, you know. The year before that, the uh, then-Washington football team won it. And then, you know... And it's like it's it's crazy how year year by year, yo. Know, oh yeah, like they have had to repeat the vision in winner, yo, know, a lot of times. So maybe this'll uh, maybe this'll uh, be um maybe this is the season that will break that. Maybe this is the year where the Eagles go out there and they repeat as the division winners. Maybe this is the year, yo. Know, yeah, the last time they were division winners, it was actually the Eagles. All the way back, yo, know, from 2021 to 2024. So, yeah, it's crazy. 
yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, but can this Eagles team do it? I definitely think they can, but, you know, I think Dallas is going to be in the mix, and you can't, I mean, you can't rule the Giants, and you can't rule the uh, Washington either. Maybe the Maybe their first year under 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 my boy Josh Harris. Um, maybe 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 they take you know um a big next step this year. Yeah. By you hear by the way, did you hear about uh the Commanders getting sold? Yeah. I think Washington fans right now they may pull uh, Eagles fans. They may burn down the city. That dance thing is gone. They may be happy that Dan Snyder's Dan Dan Sanders Snyder's going. They're good. They are. They are right, Michael. <laughs> yeah. All right, Michael. Really quick here, you can talk about Jets training camp, and then after that, if you want, you can just get your bed in and then go. I know it's late. Jets are going to make it to the playoffs, and they're going to make it to the AFC Championship game this year. Mark my. Words. Wow. <laughs> That's a hot take. <laughs> Adam, think about it. We got we got a good great quarterback. We needed a quarterback last year. And we got the biggest dog in the yard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We had the biggest dude. We had the best quarterback of this generation. Uh, I mean, maybe not this generation, but one of the best for sure. Now, question is, does Aaron Rodgers die? But the one thing I like about Aaron Rodgers is that he seems to, have, you know, embrace the you know, embrace the you know, New York. You know, you saw him, you know, at Madison Square Garden a lot. You know, you've seen him you know, around the city. He really seems to have embraced New York. And he really seems to have, you know, embraced the Jets. Like I remember, I don't know if you saw a video, Michael. He saw Scarner like got him like a, was a nice chain. And, and, you know, they were chatting it up. So it really seems like the guy, you know, um, has, you know, um, embraced uh, New York, New York. So, I mean, that, that, that's a, that's, that's a great, that's a great to see. So, so if you're a Jets fan right now, obviously you have to, obviously you have, you have to be excited. It's very exciting times right now to uh, be a Jet fan. Am I right, Michael? You're damn right. Yeah, but, I mean, for the Jets, really, it's like, um, it's very, I mean, would you say it's playoffs or bust? I think it has to be playoffs or bust. At the very least. It's like, I understand, I mean, the obvious thing is it should be super bust. I get the understanding of that because you're not really going to have a, a, a big window with the Aaron Rodgers, but at the same time, like let's say Aaron Rodgers lasts like two or three years with the Jets. Guess what? Guess what? The, then they're then 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 they can finally you know hopefully draft their next Rodgers quarterback and and you know and that quarterback will you know uh, be perfectly slotted to replace Rodgers. He'll have Sauce Garner in his prime. He'll have uh, Garrett Wilson Wilson in his prime. Now they he'll have you know um all uh the Carl Carter. The, all these guys, you know, will 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 be in their pro- all these guys, you know, will be in their prime. So it'll be perfectly fine for a new quarterback to you know, step in, whether Rodgers, you know, is done. So I don't think it's actually small bust, but it definitely, at the very least, playoffs bust. If they miss the playoffs this year, you know, um, uh, here's 
Uh, Michael, uh, you're going to like this. Here's my goal for it just this year. When was the last time they won a playoff game? I don't even remember. 2010. 2012, win a playoff game this year. That should be your goal, win a playoff game. Just get in and find a way to win a playoff game. Go ahead and break that curse. Because then going forward, you at least have that back. Okay, we finally won a playoff game. We had that force on the back. Like, look at how huge that was for you, the Giants this year. We had one playoff game like since the, our last Super Bowl. Okay, we finally got that out. We finally got that off our backs. Look at the Knicks show this year. We have won a playoff series in forever. We finally do that. Same thing with the Devils. Look, we finally won a playoff series. We finally got that off our backs, and we can build off that. And the next thing we can build off that. And that's what we can build off that. That's what we go for just this year. Find a way to make the playoffs. Find a way to win a playoff game. Get a players off of a It's like, okay, we did something really nice here. Now we can build off it, off it going forward. All right. But guys, do you all know what time it is? Bets of the episode. Yep. It's time right now for Bets of the episode. Um, all right, Michael, question here. Are we going to count or are we, are, are we going to count uh, your bet or are we going to punish you? Mike, are you there? I'm the actual boat race right now, guys. Here's the thing. Mike had Liberty or Mystics, they won. Better or Red Sox, they won. He had Anthony Volpe getting a hit on Sunday. And guess what? Here's the thing. Anthony Volpe was not in the starting lamp, but he did pinch it and he didn't get hit. So, uh, my question for you, uh, Ax, is are we punishing him? Are we counting that as a loss? Uh, in my head, I think you have to play the whole game. You have to play a whole game. So we say we should we should just scrap Anthony Volpe hit and you know um and you know um and um and just and just give them the points for you know Lerdor misses and Mets or Red Sox. What? It's an L. <laughs> it's an L. You're telling me yep. we should give him the L? Yep. Hold on for a second here. I really think you're being cruel to him right now. I'm not saying I don't like it. Uh, I'm going to try to get uh, Mike back on. Oh my god. But while we're searching from but while we're uh searching for that, Marcel Swain's bet he had Red Silver Red Silver Red Sox, Sam lost, he had Rolls over Yankees foolishly. And uh how did your bet I know I lost mine because I had the Liberty of Mystics, but uh the Orioles uh effed me over. Uh Alex, how did your bet go? Uh I think I, I lost. Okay, so I think I won my bet. Here's the thing, here's the thing, uh, Michael. Yeah, Liberty over Mystics, Mets over Red Sox, but yet Anthony will be getting a hit on Sunday, and he was not in the starting lap. But here's the thing, 
he came in later to the game and 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 shit. So Alex is usually arguing that 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 should count and that and that your and that your bet should count as a loss. Hell no, that doesn't count. He didn't play a whole inning. Bullshit. Alex is a hater. Since this is my betting segment, I'm gonna revoke it, and he can suck my left nut. All right, all right, all right. So I'm the deciding vote here, and Adam. you know what, Michael? I'm gonna have mercy on you. We're gonna wave the Anthony Volpe hit parts to see Dan Sizio. He did play the whole game, and we're, we will give you we will give you the win. We will give you points for Liberty Mystics and Mets over Red Sox. Yeah, don't screw me. I'm I'm having mercy on you, buddy. <laughs> Just remember, I know you both live, Adam. I'll fuck you up. The, the, don't come after me. Don't come after me. Alex was the one who said no. Alex was the one who was trying to screw you over. Alex, why are you trying to screw me, my brother? Just to piss you off. Just remember, I know you. I know you live, and I know how I can make your birthday a living hell. <laughs> nope. All right. I, you know I know where your house is. Don't play with me. All right, but since you hit your bet, Michael, you know what that means? What? You get to pick the game of the episode. You know what? We're going to do a Subway series, Yankees-Mets. What What day? What day? Tuesday. We're going to do Tuesday. Oh, fuck. Wednesday. Yeah, okay, yeah, Wednesday. Because Wednesday, 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 I'm fine with. Wednesday, I'm good. What's wrong with Tuesday. Because if you don't do that, I would pick the Mets because Verlander is going, he always kills us. <laughs> all right. All right. Like, all right. So, game of the episode Yankees Mets on Wednesday. I'm going Yankees. Well, this is a for Alex because he hates both teams. This is a dilemma for Alex. I'll go with the Yankees. Really? Okay. He hates he hates both teams, so I I actually hate the Mets more. You should be Mets. a Yankee fan, bro. That should be your second favorite team. You should be a Yankee fan. Oh hell no. How are you a San Francisco? How are you a Pirates fan? They're in the same division as the Phillies. My dad is from Pittsburgh. That doesn't make sense. You're liking both teams in the division. That's like me liking the Yankees and Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Pirates, they played the Phillies this weekend. That should be fun. Yep. All right, so we're all picking Yankees. Um, I'll make sure I get Sam's. You know, uh, first, uh, we always want to have Sam just pick Yankees. Yeah. Well, Yankees has a placeholder for Sam, but if he wants to change it later on, he can. And we know and what we do. Sauce, we're gonna have to pick Mets. We'll give him the Yankees just to fuck with him. <laughs> No, he will literally kill us. <laughs> he no, he wouldn't kill me because he'll think it would be funny. All right. All right, but for uh my actual bet, um let's see here. I should I do it? Let me think. I will double down on that. I will take Yankees on Wednesday, but I am gonna do um, a, I am gonna do um, 
I am going to do a, a same game parlay, and what am I going to do? I will go uh, Carl Sodon over on the side, guys. I think Carl Sodon has a big bounce back game on uh, Wednesday. So I'll do Yankees by line and Cosserdon over on the strikeouts. I want to say. All right, Axe, go ahead. It's your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to do a three-game parlay for MLB. Uh, all three games are Tuesday. So I'm going to do... Um, Milwaukee money line over over Cincinnati. Milwaukee money line over who? The Reds. Okay, Brewers over Reds. Wow, you're living dangerously with that. Um. And then I'm going to go with uh, the Guardians over Kansas City. Guardians over Kansas City, okay. And I'm going to go with um, Tampa Bay over Miami. And Rays over uh, Marlins, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. I picked the perfect bet for uh for uh, Marcia. I'm going to make some of the Yankees on Tuesday, and we have Justin Verlander over on the strikeouts. All right. But, um, what are we doing with Sam here? For Sam, we'll for Sam we'll do we'll do we'll do Yanks on Wednesday and um oh should I, should I do something just to f with them? Oh, I, okay. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna I know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to do Yankees over Mets on Wednesday, and I'm going to do Anthony Rizzo to get a hit. Make it a home run. Should I make it a home run just to really F with them? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Michael. Last up. Go ahead. Yankees money line on Wednesday. Okay. And New York Liberty money line. Okay. Who are they playing again? Go oh, look the, at. They're playing the Seattle Storm, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. It's all for our bets, and that's all for this episode. Guys, want to take a look? I finally did my room. I pull my posters back up. Guys, 
is it nice, yo, to our viewers and Alex and Michael? Is it nice looking, yo, at me right now? You don't see a completely blank, yo, white, yo, thing, yo, back in the background now? Mm-hmm. Alex, is it nice? Yep. All right. Here, no, why not? Let me let me show off me all my whole thing. Here, hold on. Let me show off my whole thing. I did uh, this. I put all. You see all my bobbleheads and figurines. I put my banners back up. I put uh, my frames back up and look right there. I put all that back up as well. Nice. Okay. All right. But guys, I ain't found frost. Nope. Nope, y'all wanna go to bed? Duh. I really don't blame you. I really don't blame you at all. But guys, that's it. This is episode 173 of the Gay Game Progress. Yours truly, Andrew Sai, Mike Cunningham, Ashridge, and also just CJ Kyle. Like you heard, appreciate it. Leave a like and follow and subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you want to join the conversation, we can talk to you, we got to see you. We feature the same, we feature episode of America. Those are your Jesus fans. Match our world, believe it, and dive in. See you next time, and until then, stay.